more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Bavarians is for your man and you too. What's that you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, breaking the seal all over the finer things of life, Greg Scott and Dan. Oh, boom. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and sorry, let me put my camel out. <laughs> That's what the doctor suggested I smoke. Welcome in the Unfiltered <laughs> oh Gentlemen, everybody. Yep. I'm Greg. That's Scott. Oh, right, all right. And that's Dan. I can't follow that up. Yeah. I can't. You could have thrown like a third one in there, be like, "All right, all right, all right, all right." Yeah. Oh man. And then good. you could have voiced over a Carl's Jr. commercial. It's true. Yeah. How weird that like he's doing Carl's Jr. commercials. He must not be doing well. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. It's Matthew McConaughey. Damn. He jerks off at least twice a day. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, show. Welcome in. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we are being recorded right now. Oops. Yep. You may not think so. Nope. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show and telling your friends about it. Shout out to Los Angeles. What? Yeah. Oh, Swinging back around. Dang. As they should. Our uh, home area there. Los Angeles coming through. See. See. They uh, they must have gotten uh, word that we were talking about the Dodgers last week. Could be. Oh, damn. Circled back around. Uh, So, word up, Los Angeles. Uh, Burp word of the week is evil beer. Evil beer. (laughs) (laughs) In a land. Uh, you can, uh, or you can, we we must <laughs> say evil beer if we're burping into the microphone. Evil burp. Evil burp. <laughs> That's Scott right there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to hashtag show us your beer. If you're posting pictures of beer on social media, we want to know. Tag us and hashtag show us your beer. Also, rate and subscribe on the uh, old iTunes there. It helps us out. Give us a little five-star review and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't use iTunes regularly, uh, I've said it before, but it helps the show get discovered by new people. And we want new peoples. Yeah. You people. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Anyways, welcome in. It's Beer 30. Uh, and I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty dry. We better get right into the yes. Yes. beer drinking. Time, time to drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to get our drink on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I said that. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend and I'll say. I will indeed. Yeah. Uh, we are drinking, and I'll tell you about my story in just a couple of few. But Boom. Benchmark Brewing's Brown Ale. Mm. Now we've had Benchmark before. I like them. Yeah, we've had Hop Chunks. That's one right. Of oh, yeah. One of Dan's favorites. One of my favorites. Oh, Hop it's Chunks the, is so the good. The Benchmark. Yeah. For a good drink, right there. Absolutely. <laughs> We're having today the Brown Ale. It's got a three point six seven on Beer Adam Kit. It's four point five percent. You know, Benchmark. Other than a couple of their specialties, like Hop Chunks, likes to focus on session beers. This is a 4.5%. Uh, from the brewery, it says, rich brown in color with a caramel and biscuit-filled flavor profile. Mm. It's refreshing and pairs wonderfully with gooey mac and cheese or Ooh. any sharp cheddar. Oh, shit. Yeah, light toasty notes and a gentle hint of roastiness leaves this beer dry at the finish, making you want to take another sip. Yes. Yes, more sips. Yeah, I like the mouthfeel on it too. Sometimes I feel like a lot of the uh, browns can be like a little kind of thick, mm. almost like a kind of porter, like a malt or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, very porter like, mm-hmm. exactly. But um, now nah, this one's uh, it's got a nice mouthfeel to it. Yes, 
Sounds so smart over there. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I just learned that word again. Relearned it last <laughs> Relearned week. It a week so, ago, yeah. 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 I really smell the roastiness and even maybe a little bit of coffee. Got that on the nose. Flavor, uh, roasty, malty goodness. Maybe yeah. Maybe a little bit of chocolate in there. Yeah. You, you still get all the uh, the good uh, tastes, you know, that you should get with a brown. But like I said, the mouthfeel kind of really, yeah. really helps me out on that one, man. And helps you keep drinking more. It does. Like it's not too thick. Because I like, yeah, I like the taste. I just don't want a meal sometimes, you know? Exactly. You not looking for a fucking protein shake. That's right. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I love... Everything that Benchmark is They're doing. Gangster. I mean, I know we, it sounds biased because Matt and Rachel have been on the show, but uh, they no, just beer flavored beer. Right. What's better than that? They're good. They're so good. So uh, this is the Brown Ale. They are slowly being distributed north of San Diego. Right now they're in Orange County, mm. and they hope to be in the LA area soon. They are being distributed by Carl Strauss, is what I've heard. So that's pretty big wow. time. Yeah. Wow. So that's kind of cool. So hopefully uh, they make their way up here so I don't have to drive down there every time I want a fucking benchmark. Beer. Right. Yeah. It'd be nice Dang. to just drive to the store. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Loaded up on some benchmark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If there, was, if there was hop chunks nearby. Bang. God, we'd be hammered all the time. Be over. <laughs> yeah. Because that thing's like 7.5% of delicious hoppy goodness. So good. Yeah. Oh, God. Hop chunks. That's one of the best. Uh, all right, so that's uh, Benchmark Brown Ale, and uh, we're going to drink that. We have a booze on a budget to get to. Elvia has uh, sent us in some Elgin Baylor facts. Ooh. I watched Super Troopers 2. We'll talk about that. We got uh, some news to get to, so let's let's get right into it. Start talking about uh, some more beer have here. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Uh, before I talk about I, I should cleanse the palate with good things. Yes. So we'll start off with the actual grievance. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Scott, Scott's an angry old man. Yeah, yeah, as always. And you know, it's kind of funny because driving on the way over here tonight, I was thinking, wow, I don't have anything to complain about. This is going to be a record a show. Festivus miracle. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> so I had to stop by the store, Uh-oh. pick up a couple of items before I got here, pick up a pack of camels. Right. Um, the doctor recommended. That's what he recommends. So I'm heavy on that right now. I'm trying to get healthy again. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing in line and the line is it's kind of taking a little bit of time and... Then the cashier fucked something up, so now she has to call the manager to mm, do an override. So right. we're waiting. I'm cool. I'm I'm not getting mad about that. I'm just gonna wait in line. The lady behind me, the like eighty thousand year old lady that's standing behind me, she <laughs> starts complaining. Why is this taking so long? This, this is supposed to be the express lane. You know, just oh, you know, <laughs> whining like an old eighty thousand year old bitch. Right. <laughs> that's what they do. That's part of being that's, eighty thousand years old. Yeah, I'll be there someday. Yeah, maybe like tomorrow. Yeah, I'm already a bitch, but I'm just not 80,000 years old yet. Uh, anyway, so she decided she's going to walk. She gets out of line. She walks to, up to the front to get right in front of the cashier to see what's going on. And Maybe she, she could help. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Shit. exactly. So she's up there, and she really just kind of like, is this going to take long? We're having the cashier. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, and blah, blah, blah. This is what happened, and, and, and you know, we'll take care of it soon. Okay, so when she gets, comes back to get back in line, now she gets in front of me. Oh, and come on. Yeah, I said, no. Nah, homie, nah, don't nah. play that. Yeah, homie, don't play that. Uh, she was a little bit taller than me, or I would have just you know, kicked her ass right, right. there. But I was yeah. afraid that it would be embarrassing to have an old lady kick my ass. Mm. So I just kind of... It should be noted she was only 5'6". Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah which that, is way over its size for me to Yeah, you saw that tangle. shadow looming over you. <laughs> so I better rethink this strategy. Yeah, yeah, I, I got to play this smart. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of walked around her and got back in front of her and... Uh, did you, did you like box her out or something? Uh, give her a little elbow in the yeah. gut, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. 
Nice. Good job. Yeah. I like that. Got my camels and (laughs) scooted on over here. Oh, geez. Old ladies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pissed me off. Mm -hmm. Well, let me cleanse the palate. Please. With good good things to talk. Well, actually, some bad things. Uh Uh, So the lady friend had this uh, conference thing in San Diego. Oh, yes. One of my favorite places ever because of all the beer. So we went down there earlier over the weekend, and uh, Saturday went to Drinking with Matt at Benchmark Brewing. The last Saturday of every month, he does Drinking with Matt. And it's a different topic every time. It's like ten bucks. You usually get like five ish beers. I mean, you know, like not full pours, but uh, also bigger than samples too. So kind of five ish. Uh, let's say half beers. Pretty generous pours there. Yeah, for ten bucks. Right. I mean, pff, and plus, he usually does like either it's a gated, guided tasting or this time was a talk on fermentation. Mm. So we had beers where he talked about what the fermentation adds or doesn't add character-wise to the spear. So we had like a an American lager. We talked about how fermenting it adds very little flavor. And then we had a, Bel- a couple Belgians, actually, where we talked about how the yeast in the fermenting process add most of the flavor. You know, like mm-hmm. when you have a hef and you get that banana-y flavor and the clove flavor. That's all from the yeast. That's not from the, the beer itself. Like, right. They're not walking around dunking bananas and <laughs> shit in there. <laughs> They're not boiling bananas. Yeah. In. Yeah. It's not uh, Bluth's banana stand or whatever. Right. So, uh, you know, we were, so it's it cool. We we're, we're drinking different beers and talking about how they get affected by uh, the fermentation and the yeast. So it was actually really fun and nerdy. Uh, and obviously I brought back some, some brown ale. I had to decide. I was like, I want the brown ale. I want the oatmeal stout. I want a little of this, a little of that. They're, uh, <laughs> was it on beaten path or off the beaten path or whatever? Is the pale ale really good? They didn't have any hop chunks, or you know, I'd have brought back oh, a four man. pack of that, especially Dan's birthday coming up. I was oh, like, that's right. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring back some hop chunks for mm-hmm. him and didn't have any in cans, so I apologize. No, it's okay. Uh, but so drinking <laughs> with Matt was a lot of fun. We hung out afterwards and talked to him for a while. Um, then the next day, the lady friends conference was doing like team building, socializing things. And they had three different options. You go golfing, which I don't do unless it involves discs. Uh, <laughs> you go to the zoo or you go on a brewery tour. So I chose the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Mice choice. Yeah. End of the story. No, no we samples. went, we went on the brewery tour and it was two breweries. It was Alesmith and Ballast Point. Oh. <laughs> So <laughs> I like Dan's giggle. <laughs> so uh, we didn't we didn't know this, but apparently half was getting one and half was getting the other, even though everybody went to both places. Okay. Thankfully, we got the wristband that got the Alesmith tour. So we got to do uh, we we had some beers, we had some more beers, we did the tour. We went to their little barrel ta- their barrel aged room, which we've talked about on the show. Right. Had some uh, very high octane beers, <laughs> and then we went to Ballast Point. And while everybody was doing the Ballast Point tour. We they just brought out the beers that the tour people were drinking, but of course we didn't get a tour of the facility, which is totally okay. I don't need it. Nah, I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to see how you ruin beer. That's right. right. Yeah. So here, we, here. <laughs> we actually dunk the fruit in here. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where we add the Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was okay not going on. So they brought us out like a Kolsch, which look, I'll admit the Kolsch was pretty drinkable. Right on. Um, then they brought out a uh, fucking pineapple skull. Oh Jesus. Oh, God. So bad. Like, I chugged it so fast. I just, <laughs> Shot that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would have thought I was in a competition. Yeah. <laughs> and then the lady friend was like, I can't drink this. Because she doesn't really like IPAs oh, to begin with. And then to give her a garbage IPA, like Pineapple Sculpin. Right. I was like, all right, here what we go. Do, yeah. man. Pour it out to the plant. No, so I had like yeah, one man. and three quarters of oh, the it. Uh, Pineapple Sculpin. What a yeah. trooper. Oh, yeah. God. Well, there's no sink nearby. So mm. I had to pour it down my drain. <laughs> and then uh, stole someone else's beer. And then still had like one free pint to go and, and had that. And I had their um, their Dunkel. 
actually fairly decent. It was a pretty good dunk all. Right on. She got their Doppelbach, which tasted like fucking Jaeger. I don't know how that works. Like, it tastes like black licorice. Oh, man. Like, that is not what Doppelbachs are supposed to taste like. What are they doing over there? <laughs> they, they probably literally dumped black licorice. Probably. Like, the yeast love sugar. They'll eat this. So, uh, we did that. We got uh, pretty well hammered. You know, I was talking to some guys when we were at Alesmith before we hit Ballast Point, and they were super excited for Ballast Point. And while they were at Alesmith. While they were at Alesmith. Did and you I- tell them that Alesmith <laughs> won the March Madness tournament? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Do they not know? Jesus. Well, so I, I didn't want to be a total dick. I think it's very clear on this show how we feel about, about uh, Ballast Ballast Point. In fact, when we got to Ballast Point, I took a picture of the beer menu where it had all the fruity beers and, and put it on our Instagram story and just put the little pukey face next to it. <laughs> Girlfriend's like, come on, we're here and you're posting that? I was like, yeah, fuck these guys. <laughs> But hey, you're the pukey face guy. Yeah, yeah that's me. Can you make pukey face beer? <laughs> so I started asking these guys, like, oh, you know, like, what's your favorite beer? And, and multiple people said Sculpin is their favorite and Ballast Point is their favorite. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? First of all, Ballast Point just has a great marketing team, apparently, because these guys are just going crazy over Ballast Point. So I said, all right, you know, what's your what's your favorite beer from Ballast Point? Like, uh, you know, if they said Victory at Sea, which is their Imperial Stout, or, you know, unfiltered Sculpin, which is kind of what Sculpin used to taste like. Yeah. I, I'd give them a break. You know, they're not necessarily from California, so it's what they can find or something. And uh, they start, oh, yeah, I love one guy especially. I love that uh, Sculpin multi-pack. It's like, oh, dear. So oh, what's, your, shit. what's your favorite one? He goes, I really like the watermelon Sculpin. <laughs> so I was really respectful and nice. I wasn't a beer douche. But I finally was like, so what is it that you like about the watermelons? Because I'm really curious at this point. Because to me, that means you like cocktails and hate beer. Yeah. Because yeah. it just tastes like a Jolly Rancher. So I was like, what is it that you like? He's like, I just, it's so good. I'm really into IPAs right now. So I really like that watermelon sculpt. And I said, but do you actually like IPAs? And I asked him, I was like, do you like the flavor of a good, like just a beer? Do you like beer flavored beer? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, what do you mean? I was like, well, it doesn't really taste like beer it tastes like fruit like if he just said like i, I enjoy that regular sculpin i'm like all right fine i'm gonna, right. Let, I'm gonna let this go mm-hmm. but he loves the water you so, have to pick like the absolute worst one yeah i think <laughs> the only thing worse than the watermelon one is like the habanero one. Oh yeah so that pineapple one i had to force now was pretty fucking garbage oh, so my God. I, I don't know it ha- do i have to pick a worse it's, <laughs> it's like picking my favorite beatles album <laughs> um so he just he's like yeah i love i love beer and i love ipa so that watermelon i I just had to let it go because there was no winning no because he fucking loves watermelon sculpin so uh but yeah we were we were in the belly of the beast we went to the wow evil brewery you know it's funny uh did anyone pick anything other than the brewery oh yeah really Really? Uh, my lady friend's boss picked the zoo oh jesus (laughs) and a lot of people picked the golfing oh okay I could kind of see that because golf a lot of old white dudes there. That's true, and, yeah. and golfing equals beer. Yeah, I mean they were yeah. they came back shit faced. I'm sure they did. So, uh, but I'm, then they have to pay for it. No, it was included. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was like you pick an activity, it's included. Uh, so, um, well. they may have been pretty Didn't gangster. I, yeah, depending. My, my favorite guy on the whole trip was this guy named Sam, who ironically later that night at their little awards thing won like the lifetime achievement award. So he's he's an older dude. If I had to guess, he's like probably 72 or something. He kind of looks like Colonel Sanders. And <laughs> when we're at L. Smith, which L. Smith was our first stop, he bought a six-pack of the Sublime Mexican Lager. And he gets on the bus, and he just starts cracking it open. <laughs> and he's drinking on the bus on the way to Ballast Point, which if you know San Diego at all, 
It's about a block and a half. <laughs> oh, shit. So he walks into Ballast Point, rocking his Alesmith <laughs> Mexican oh. lager, and just drinking it as he walks right in the door. Just oh, doesn't a give a gangster. shit. It was so good. He ended up getting so hammered that when we got on the bus to leave Ballast Point and go back to the hotel... He broke out a harmonica and was taking requests. <laughs> really? Yes. And we were like, oh, how funny. You know, this is great. This old man's funny. We get to the award show that night, and then he wins the Lifetime Achievement Award. Wow. Oh, wow. It was, I was like, this guy's a fucking hero. Wow. He's a real American hero. He started talking hero. about the medulla oblongata. <laughs> <laughs> Water sucks. <laughs> really, really? So anyways, that was, that was a good time, minus the ballast point stuff. And yeah. Uh. Belly of the Beast. Yeah, I mean, hey, you did what you had to do. Yeah, I, I yeah. put down some beer. You did it. In the name of not throwing away beer. There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. You're a hero. I do what I can. Yeah. And you drink for the lady friend. I mean... I did. Yeah. What a gentleman you are. I really am. Yes, you She's are. She's like, I can't drink this pineapple sculpin. I was like, neither can I. But I'll save hey, the day. Yeah. I'll sacrifice for you. I'm Don't that. take the hit. Yeah, I'm I'm that hero. So, uh, all right, before we get on to my movie review and more beer to drink, mm-hmm. Elvia has some Elgin Baylor facts just in time for the uh, playoffs heat. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm back and it's time to talk a little bit about Elgin Baylor. So I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago he was trending on the internet as the Lakers unveil his statue outside the Staples Center. And I thought to myself, come I don't know much about this guy. So I had a couple beers and did some research and I am so glad I did. Although there is limited film display in his game, the videos that I did watch were enough to convince me that he was one of the greatest shooters the game has ever known. This to quote Jerry West. And I like to think that if he had been born 30 years later, um, we would see his innovative and freakish moves all over the internet, and perhaps his name would embellish on sneakers. But unfortunately, he played before the days of widespread TV and internet exposure, so we only have limited film and just the words of those who saw him play. Chick Hearn said that he was better than anybody he had ever seen. And we can all agree that Chick saw some of the best NBA players, so let me um, tell you a little bit of a few stats about Elgin. He was selected by the Lakers with the first overall pick in 1958. Do you remember that, Scott? Um, he played 14 seasons with the Lakers, two in Minneapolis and 12 in LA. He had career averages of 27.4 points, 13.5 rebounds, and 4.3 assists. Um, in the 1962-63 season, he became the first Indian player to finish in the, in the top five in four categories, which included scoring, rebounding, assist, and free throw percentage. So he was pretty a well-rounded player. He actually scored 61 points in a playoff game against the Celtics, which is pretty impressive. In 1977, he was inducted to the Hall of Fame. The Lakers finally decided to retire his number, number 22 in 83. And he went on to retire um, nine games into the 1971-72 season. And then the Lakers went on to win the title without him. Although he was not on the team when, the, when they won the title, the, the team did give him a, um, a ring, even though he was not an active player, which is pretty good on their part. And then throughout his 14-year career, he collected a Rookie Award of the Year and had 11 All-Star game selection. Um, he has been credited to influence future NBA All-Stars such as Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, and he has revolutionized the way basketball was played by making the game faster, dynamic, and more athletic. Something that I like to see in the game nowadays. So with all of this, I'm not sure why he's not mentioned more often as a great player. Perhaps it's because he did not win a championship ring, and the entire sense of winning a championship, but he did play in, in eight NBA finals, so he was definitely not a loser. Perhaps he's an underrated player because he played at a time where, when Russell and Will were in their prime, but anyways, 
if you want to be entertained by a prolific and agile display of great basketball, do yourself a little favor and watch the most underrated player in NBA history. Look him up on Google, on YouTube, and you'll really enjoy it. I promise you won't regret it. All right. Are you not entertained? Right. Uh, oh, yeah. That begs the question, do championships equal greatness? Well, you know, and, and that's something I kind of been thinking about writing, too, is I think, like, the narrative really changes as far as, you know, uh, basketball players and who is the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Elgin kind of was one of the first players that kind of gave you something that they had never seen before. You know what I mean? It kind of goes Elgin, Dr. J, Jordan, then, you know, Kobe, and then LeBron and yeah. like, like that. But um, but Elgin was that first guy to kind of just play above the rim, you know, as not like a Jabbar or, you know what I mean, like a really right. tall guy just dunking on everybody or Chamberlain. You know, he was a small guy that kind of played above the rim a little bit. More so. athletic style. Yeah, he really was uh, back in the 60s, you know, the the engine that made the Lakers car go. And, uh, <laughs> and Scott a key remembers. to, you know, <laughs> why they played so well. So mm-hmm. I um, remember it well as a middle-aged man. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. he was, uh, yeah, he was the, the man. I mean, and... and like he didn't have the big name, like Dan said, he would, wasn't a Chamberlain or a Russell. But I mean, he was he was a Michael Jordan of the '60s. I mean, right. this guy was just I mean, way ahead of his time. And the most amazing thing is, if you've seen him lately, his hair is—he's still got a full head of hair. It's very dark. Isn't that weird? Very impressive. Yeah, and I'm I know sure it's not, not dyed. I'm sure it's not. I'm yeah. sure that's, you know, can't be. No, no way. No. Yeah. Nice. But I mean, yeah. But as a player, this guy was yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't get it. The 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 you know. Accolades that he should have, yeah. right? But I mean, he Dick was due, and, yeah. And that's like I said, what I kind of wanted to write about in the sense is that you know, like I, I really feel like he's one of the first players that everyone's kind of forgetting about. Yeah, and it, it'll continue. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, you know, if if you walk into an elementary school right now and say who's Michael Jordan, they're gonna say it's right. the crying face guy. <laughs> like they don't know him as anything else. You know what I mean? They're yeah. already forgetting what Michael Jordan did, and there are people already saying, right? How dare they? Because he's the guy that played the Bugs Bunny. Yeah, and, and that's I, right. And I, and I, I, you know, there's a reason why I didn't want to go on Twitter, and now I'm kind of learning this. There's a, a lot of people out there that really believe that Michael Jordan played against. What they're calling a bunch of plumbers and fucking veterinarians, basically they're saying white people, right. and oh. saying it was lesser competition, and saying that Jordan and Kobe would have ca- carved up the competition that Jordan had, and really that is a miseducation of the right. game, right? Because if you think about it, back in the days you could hand check people, so I mean, what maybe certain players lacked in athleticism, they were able to make up for in sheer physicality and just getting in the face of other players. Like Larry Bird was one that talked so much shit right. that I think he would make LeBron James cry. You know what I mean? Had he yeah, played probably. against them? Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd be called a racist, even though he never said anything racist. Just, <laughs> yeah. the, just the fact that he would talk to anybody yeah. in any race and say, you know, and just talk shit. To he him. would just oh. talk shit. And it was just game recognized game. At first, they saw Larry Bird, who's this white boy. And then they're like, oh, shit, he can play. Yeah. You know he, I mean? Yeah. He so, backed it up. That's the yeah. thing. And mm-hmm. I think, like, you know. I hate him. He's a Celtic. But, you know, hey. now players like Brandon Ingram and Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, yeah, can yeah. go out and they can play and they're skinny and they can dominate. But back in the days, if you weren't, if you were skinny, you better be tough as nails like Reggie Miller, or you're not yeah. going to get any playing time. Yeah, and that's kind of the difference, I think. But mm-hmm. and, you, know. and, you know, the whole hand check and just being tough. Yeah, I mean, you had people like uh, what's the name of the Lakers white dude? Who's Rambus? Name? Thank you, Rambus. Oh, Kurt Rambus. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. talk about tough. Oh yeah, not. I, I wouldn't say Rambus was a gifted player. 
Right. Like, he's not the guy who just, like, woke up and is an amazing basketball player. Yeah. But he worked really hard and didn't mind tackling people. Yeah. Yeah, he clotheslined the shit out of you. Exactly. And like I said, you know, for Michael Jordan, you know, they could say whatever they want about his competition. He had to play against Gary Payton in the finals, and Gary Payton was allowed to hand check him at the same time. One of the greatest defenders of all time was allowed to put his hands all over Michael Jordan, and he still was able to play really well, so. And he played in the finals against Hakeem and Clyde. Oh, yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? (laughs) Not having competition. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. Yeah, you're talking about different eras, different rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just different different games. It's different. And we yeah. saw him and Kobe go at it oh, yeah. times. I mean, mm-hmm. it, was, it was awesome. So. Yep, that's right. Uh, thank you to Elvia for sending yeah. that in. You I can, like that. Yeah, you can follow her on the Instagrams. At he made Jerry West cry. Who did, Elgin? Elgin. Did he really? Yeah, at the at the ceremony for a statue. Oh, I thought they meant like in a game or no, something. No. <laughs> I was like, what? He didn't like kick him in the balls or nothing. Yeah, like him with a sack of nickels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> family guy reference. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at neverguilty187. Um, and uh, she should post more sports stuff. That's yeah. Good. All right. Old Timmy Word of the Week is rumbumptious. <laughs> <laughs> rumbumptious which sounds, sounds like a shaggy song <laughs> mr rumbumptious <laughs> thought you caught me in the bedroom <laughs> wasn't me uh it means pompous or arrogant ah. oh, oh like yeah. shaggy no, like shaggy, shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> he's so rumbumptious he wants yeah. people to think that he's jamaican <laughs> dude's, I know, right? dude's got zero accent <laughs> no kidding it, it's so weird to hear him talk <laughs> what's wrong with him he's like yeah. uh the black snow <laughs> And Farmer, remember that guy? No, you don't remember Informer? No, we talking oh, about. Oh man, he's like a, he's a white guy, but he sounded like he was from Jamaica Queens. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? But he's from Canada. <laughs> it's like, how are you talking like this, Steve Nash? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mister Lava Lava. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Rumbumshes is our uh, old timer of the week. Tweet us with a with a sentence, and yeah. maybe we'll uh, shout you out or something. Uh, all right, let's let's get let's class things up here. All right. No one could blame you for bed swerving. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. It is indeed. Her name is Angie. You can find her on the Instagrams at Crafted in Milwaukee. She's drinking. It's hard to read the can. It's like I'm drunk. It was hard to read that can. (laughs) (laughs) This is Ruby's Tears. I don't know what that is. Huh. Uh, That's some gangster shit. Yeah, but she's drinking some good beer and uh, looks pretty good while doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so go follow her. Very cute, very cute. Yeah, go follow her on Instagram at crafted underscore letter N underscore Milwaukee. Crafted in Milwaukee on Instagram. Give her a follow. I think you'll be glad you did. Oh, that was quick, babe. Damn. There we go with the underscores again. Right. Uh, All right. (laughs) It's time for me. I know I'm not as good as Dan, but it's time for me to give a movie review. All right. I thought about getting the Big Bear song. <laughs> oh, you should have. I didn't find a really good like quality version. Oh, it was okay. all crap. Cause Plus, like, it's a lot of like talking over your talking. <laughs> it is true. Yeah. Big Bear, he's iron tough. <laughs> so I saw Super Troopers 2 on 420, which I know is a few weeks ago, but uh, the week after that, we had the interview, and then last week, talk- we talked about the Avengers. So now I'm talking about Super Troopers 2. It doesn't need to be seen like the moment it comes out. No. Uh, but it was great. Okay. Like Anchorman 2. You talked about the Avengers last week? <laughs> it was a documentary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. The Dodge Avenger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anchorman 2 was not good. Super Troopers 2 was fucking phenomenal. All right. right. Like, if you ask me, is it as good as the first one? I think I'd probably have to say no. 
But is it funny as shit? Yeah, it's super funny. Right on. A lot of gags, a lot of callbacks to the original. Um, the guys, the short of it is, the guys get called up to uh, Canada where they realize they had miscalculated the borderline. <laughs> and this this town, this small town in Canada is now part of America. And so oh, they, wow. are, they are called up to uh, patrol this area. Rob Lowe is the mayor of the small town. <laughs> uh, very similar storyline with catching the bad guy as oh, the first one. Right. I don't give too much away, but uh, it, it's fucking hilarious. Rob Lowe is great. It's Rob Lowe. He's, he's the best. Right. He's a fucking vampire. <laughs> he's <laughs> literally the funniest guy ever. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm re-watching Parks and Rec right now. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I definitely recommend you go see Super Troopers 2, or at least wait, you know, watch it on, uh, what do you call that, Redbox or something. It's it's yeah. it's totally worth a watch. It's hilarious. And I watched it mostly sober. I had a couple of beers, but... That was my question sober. to you. Yeah, I was not stoned. Oh, wow, okay. I was not, I, you know, I saw it in theaters, and you're paying like 13 bucks a ticket. <laughs> I do not want to get stoned and pass out because I tend to fall asleep when I get stoned. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah, so I was like, I I want to be able to actually be awake and watch it and enjoy it, and I was, and I died laughing. And my girlfriend, who I I forced to watch the first one some years back, was not a huge fan of it. She died laughing. Really? Yeah. She, I think, I I should ask her this, but I think she liked this one better. Interesting. As someone who didn't watch the first one 90 times like I did. Yeah. (laughs) Like I've watched it millions of times. So, um, but but once once it comes out into, you know, digital versions, I do plan on drinking my weed beer, getting crazy (laughs) stoned, and watching Super Troopers. You know, know, I wonder if that's like the longest uh, time that somebody had to wait for a sequel. It's good. Yeah. With the original cast. 2002, I think. Yeah. I think it was actually 2001 because I went to. Rewatch it, I think, at some point. What was it 2001? Yeah, yeah very early 2000. Yeah, early, definitely. I know so. I was in high school when the first one came okay, out. And I unfortunately did not see it in theaters. I was like, oh, I, I don't want to see that movie. Right. And then I watched it. I was like, <laughs> why didn't I see this in theaters? God yeah. damn it. Yeah, because I mean, 17 years is a long time. It is. You know what I mean? And to be the original cast, like, I understand, like, and, and to be that good, too. You know what I mean? So right. I know that someone's saying, hey, Dan, Godfather 3, but it's like, that movie sucked, number one. And number two, it wasn't all the original cast. It was just basically Al Pacino, I think, and Robert Duvall was in it, but... I don't know. I never saw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it either, honestly. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I, I smell a bad sequel coming, and uh, Godfather 3 was not one I wanted to be a part of. Oh, uh, well, this is one you should be a part okay. of. Okay. Yeah, you, all should, right. you should go see it right meow. All right, meow. <laughs> and over your license and registration. That's right, meow. <laughs> I had to. Uh, Give me six schlitz. Says, no schlitz. Whatever's free. Whatever's, that's Scott <laughs> at a bar. Open, you got open it. bar, man. Yeah. Open bar. Open bar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. Cola. I, I drink along with. <laughs> you got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I got to ruin one joke. They were in Canada and they went to a fast food place mm-hmm. and he's like he ordered some food and he's like alright would you like a liter of cola with that <laughs> and Barbara leans over he's like oh, this is the best place ever <laughs> liter of cola so good so please go see Super Troopers any too. bear fucking there was no bear fucking oh uh, hey you <laughs> you with the bear fucker <laughs> so good oh man that was great oh god even even the chief was back so it was, it was oh great. that's awesome yeah oh, he was again. funny too man yeah he's so good he's great in this one too so please go see super troopers too and uh let us know what you thought of it uh all right we got some boozing on a budget and some tales from uber i'm gonna leave it to scott which order we do that in what do you want to do first over there um let me go ahead and get the old uh Uber story out. All right, let's. let's I'm gonna be the John, can we make you a queasy? Yeah. It's tales from Uber. 
Unless you mean to read a story later. No, no, no. Okay. Do it before you start boozing on the <laughs> please. Uh, this is a, actually it was a couple years ago. I just remembered this, and I don't think I've told this story. We'll be the judge of that. Okay. If you remember this, uh, just you know, stop me anytime. We'll delete it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one, I, and actually I wrote a little note where I, I put in a little note on my phone about Nikki, bitch of the year. Oh, okay. And here's the story about Nikki. B-O-Y. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is like around four in the morning. Uh-huh. I got a call. And first of all, it's in a gated community with the huge, you know, houses that Jamie are like Fox. millions of dollars. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that neighborhood. It wasn't quite oh. that, yeah. Okay, it's a different neighborhood. So I, I pull up to this huge house. These two ladies, young ladies, they come walking down with their suitcases, and the first words out of her mouth is, "We need to get to the airport, and we're late, and we need to hurry." Oh shit! <laughs> and whose right, fault is that? Exactly. It, yeah, and I just knew right away this is going to be the trip from hell. This is not going to be good. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I threw their suitcases in the car. They got in the car. And she goes, I'm going to sleep. So just wake me up when we get to the airport. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Thank so, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. So as we're traveling along and my GPS, for some reason, I think there's an accident on the 405 that morning. So my GPS is taking me to go the back way. <laughs> and so as we're going the back way, all of a sudden, right in the middle of the trip, her friend who never slept, she's like, why are we going this way? I mean, we've been traveling for maybe an hour already. And she's, why are we going this way? You're now asking. Yeah. And I, so I said, well, I was, I checked my GPS. There's an accident on the 405. So we're, this way is faster. Well, then she woke up. She goes, what the hell are we doing? Oh, Jesus. Oh, and my God. So, you know, I repeated, you know, to her, well, there's an accident. So we got to go with this. She goes, didn't I say that we're in a hurry, that we're running late? And then right away, I stopped caring. Right. And so I just kind of slowed down to the speed limit, <laughs> which her friend knows. She goes, why are you going so slow? I said, well, I'm going to speed limit because there's police around here. She goes, well, everybody's passing you up. And so they I didn't get tickets. I speed it up a little bit. Was, then she calls the airlines because she knew she wasn't going to make it. Yeah. No. And she's like yelling at the airlines. She goes, I need to pre, you know, what do you call it? Pre, pre-board? Pre-board. Thank yeah. you. I need to pre-board right now. I'm in a fucking hurry. And she's cussing on the phone. She, I'm in a fucking hurry. I need to talk to your oh, supervisor. And then she talked to the supervisor. Apparently the guy was not from this country that she was talking to. Oh, dear. And so she, I need to talk to your supervisor. So the, apparently the supervisor, I'm getting just, you know, just the one side of the phone call. Yeah. Apparently the, the supervisor gets on the phone. Yeah. And she goes, this is what happens when you hire people that's not from this country. He oh, doesn't know okay. what the fuck I'm saying. Now oh, we're getting racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was, it got worse from there. I was so glad that that trip was over. So not only was she bitch of the year, but she's like the, the bitch of Uber. I, you know, I, I've never found anybody that bad since then. I, I'll say this. I, I'm not what you would call a very religious man, but uh-huh. uh, I do. Goddamn. I do believe in karma. Oh, I believe in that. Yeah. You know, and uh, I don't know. It just seems like the, the, the people that are just the worst with them, like they just have the worst time. And it's like, maybe you enjoy it. Maybe that's why you're an asshole because it's going to keep happening, happening as long as you keep treating people that way. I find that it's always the people that say they hate drama that have the most drama. In their <laughs> life. Isn't that the truth? You know, like, oh, I hate drama. It's like, why are you such a bitch then? Like, yeah. You no clearly kidding. don't hate drama. Yeah. yeah. Well, I found out throughout the trip that the problem was they were out up drinking late the, the night before at Jamie Foxx's house. At Oh, shit. Or was his Eating neighbor fried chicken. at Chris's house? <laughs> Chris is, oh, yeah, Chris. Chris. Is, at, is, Chris, Chris is, is that a neighbor, Chris? No, Chris, Chris is actually at Jamie's house. Chris oh, is yeah. the only person I've ever seen. Chris, oh, Chris had, is the hot guy, right? Yeah. yeah Chris yeah, would have had him leaving with a smile. All the girls want to fuck and everything. Yeah, he would have had him leaving with a smile. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Good yeah, they, they were up drinking late. They woke up late and they were hungover. And, you know, like that's my fault. Yeah. That was that was me today. A lot of drinking yesterday or did day before whatever on that brewery damn tour. dude 
So much drinking. <laughs> oh, God. Well, thanks, bitches. Yeah, long trip. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think it's time that we uh, make a call to the pen. Oh, yeah, I agree. You drink after that story. It's a Kershaw after. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Beer. Now we call him to the bullpen, but we're getting cheap and boozing on a budget. <laughs> All right. Boozing on a budget. We can't buy pockets like you know this. Boozing. Budget beer on tap is hopeless. We are sober. Beer so fly. Can't buy. You know this. Boozing. Hops and malts. Oh my. Stay focused. Boozing on a budget. Yeah, we are. We haven't done yeah. this in a while. In a minute. Yeah, yeah, so I found this one at uh, the local Trader Joe's, and if you have a Trader Joe's near you, you'll find it as well. It's the Joseph Bra, which is, of course, Gordon Biersch, uh Stockyard Oatmeal Stout. It is oh. 5.2%, has a 3.86 on Beer Advocate from TJ's. They say this dark brown brews ruby highlights shimmer in the light with a foamy tan head uh, that rests above. Creamy on the tongue, Stockyard rolls back with rich coffee roast and nutty oatmeal flavors. Hints of raisin emerge mid-sip and give the sensation of a classic oatmeal cookie. Threads of toffee peek out before roasty notes swell in the back for a dry finish. After bitterness and uh, active carbonation rush the tongue, light roast and oatmeal flavors linger on. That description might be a little overselling it. Yeah, I think so. I was like, that was the first time I was like, hey, take it easy there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a stout. You know, um, I can get a hint of the oatmeal, I suppose. I get a hint of the oatmeal. I get a little hint of like the coffee. Right. The flavors aren't real strong. They're not. Um, but it's also not a bad stout. Correct. No. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, I was sipping on it. I was, I'm almost done with it, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, very I mean, drinkable. You know, yeah, yeah, very, very drinkable. I'm not so sure about all the flavors every, you know, lasting with you and all this shit, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is boozing on a budget. Correct. 5.2%, mm-hmm. dollar a bottle. Wow. Can't go wrong. You so, can't. Like, you're going to get a nice buzz on, not drinking a gross beer. That's right. You know, like, you could drink a Bud Light Platinum that's got, right. like, was it, 55 or 6%? Correct. But it tastes like shit and probably a little bit more expensive than this. This is good. Probably. This is good. So, yeah. uh, Stockyard Oatmeal Stout from Joseph Bra, a.k.a. Uh, Gordon Biersch, <laughs> available at your... Local Trader Joe's. That's what it should say on the description. Just, you won't regret buying this for a dollar. <laughs> I should actually have the guy from Robocop on there. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> that actually would be a really good descriptor. Yeah. For like most of the Joseph Bra beers. Yeah. Like they have um, a couple of German like springtime beers. Like, what do they have? I forget. Uh, like a Winterbach in the spring something. But like they're all for a dollar. They're all pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's Gordon Beers. How bad is it going to be? Correct. And uh, that would be great. Like, you're not going to regret this for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kidding. I can, I That's can... pretty close to $6 for a six pack. Yeah. It's almost there. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Not bad. <laughs> wow. All right. So that's our boozing on a budget. Let's, uh, let's do a little news before we get out of here. Extra, extra. Drink all about it. It's time for booze news. All right, real quick. American Craft Beer Week is starting on May 14th. That goes through the 20th. So uh, I think you get arrested if you drink craft beer. Ooh. Like Sculpin. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So craft beer only, uh, May 14th through the 20th. Look for that uh, independent okay. beer logo that's on the bottles and cans starting oh, to show yeah. up finally. Yeah. You know, breweries are finally getting through their stock of old cans and bottles that's finally starting to show up. It's on, happening. On things. It's kind of cool happening. to see out there. 
Uh, Stone Brewing was awarded the P3S Facility of the Year from the California Water Environment Association. It's a lot of fancy words, but basically um, they're super eco-friendly. They reuse a ton of their water. Like every water that they drain, bit of water that they drain gets reused for non-potable things like watering the garden mm. and that sort of thing. Oh, wow. I, I read it. It was like they use, I think it was 4.3 gallons of water to one gallon of beer, and the industry standard is seven to one. Oh, wow. So they're doing really good. Yeah. And I was talking to Matt at Benchmark about it, and he said, like, if you can get four to one, like, that's, like, literally the best you could do is four to one, because that includes cleaning water and all that stuff. That's not just water that goes into the oh, actual okay. product. Right. So that's really good. Um, bad news for us. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're dying early, people. Hmm? The new study shows that if you drink more than five drinks per week, it'll shorten your li- your lives by years. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow. All um, right. So now I'm confused. Sometimes they say drink more and yeah, you live longer. Yeah, I, I thought you can you can drink two a day and you're good. Yeah, they're saying if you drink five a week and you've been doing it for forty years, you have just taken two years off your life. So which study do yeah, I believe? Two years. I believe the other studies. Correct. This, this sounds like yeah. Garbage. This is stupid. They're probably drunk when they did it. Yeah. <laughs> and what? So I diet. You know, 78 instead of 80. Five a week? That's nothing. Yeah, that's pff, I do that at night. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's called Tuesday. Right? Yeah. This is garbage. It's trash. Yeah. If anybody only has five drinks a week, let us know. I want to know how bad your life is. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. Damn, man. Oh, geez. Uh, new Belgium has picked a new uh, head brewer and head of brewing production. His name is Christian Holbrook. Their last brewer announced they were, he was leaving about a year ago, so now... Uh, He'll take over all the brewing operations at New Belgium. God, that must be such a big job. Big responsibility. Yeah, dude, that's a lot of beer to brew. And everyone knows what it tastes like. Yeah. So you can't fuck it up. Yeah, there's no change in that fat tire. Yeah. Yeah, you will uh, You'll get fucked. Wow. That reminds me, I heard a really interesting story when we were drinking with Matt. He was talking about Rolling Rock. And, you know, back in the day, Rolling Rock built their brewery. And, and apparently, the way they brew, like they, they boiled it and the what do you call it? The vent for the steam coming up from the boil was not installed properly. And what was happening was it was steaming up and then dripping back down into the boil. Oh, and they built this new brewery. And this is, you know, years ago when they started to expand, they built a new brewery and they built it correctly. And people started calling in and writing in all this hate mail and stuff talking about how gross the beer is. And it doesn't taste the same anymore. And what they found is that like all the drippings back in, (laughs) which is disgusting and causing like acid hot acid whatever the apple flavor I can never say it oh shit diacetyl whatever anyways people that drink beer know what I'm talking about uh, was causing all these off flavors and so they had to recreate the off flavors oh, man. when they built it. so they had to put in like this little thing that caught steam and then dripped back into the boil so they had to fuck up their properly wow. installed brewery I was like wow that's uh that's interesting that's crazy people man. are dumb. <laughs> I know, right? They're like, this doesn't taste like shit anymore. I know. <laughs> you made it better. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, Brewdog Brewing has released a new IPA. It is 7.5% and has Viagra in it. What the fuck? Exactly. They yeah. say that uh, three beers is equal to taking a pill. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's like the opposite of whiskey dick. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Right? This is the IPA dick. It's like, hey, you drink too much. You're not going to be able to go. It's like, don't you worry. Yeah. I'm ready to go right now. Yeah. For the next four hours. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Holy so more shit. than five drinks, you may lose your life, but you have a boner. That's true. Like, I wonder what that does to your heart rate. Right. Oh, my God. You yeah. got to be careful with that. Yeah. You have like a sixer. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe you have about six regular beers and then one Viagra beer. Yeah. Right? Just, just don't get so drunk that you forget what you're drinking. Well, yeah. Three oh, beers yeah. is one pill. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you you drink like four pills in a night. Man, at least. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Dog's going to run under the bed and hide. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's scary, dude. That is kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. I'd hate to accidentally... Uh, Get a little too much of that. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then finally, Bacardi was named one of the world's most reputable companies. Mm. It's kind of interesting. I guess they they're super great company to work for. I guess it's the Google of alcohol. What can I say? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So let's all get a job at Bacardi. That's cool. Aren't they in like the Caribbean, anyways? Oh shit. Yeah. Well, no wonder they like working there. Yeah, we should totally go work at Bacardi. No kidding, right? Yeah. Fuck Uber and Home Depot and all that stuff. Yeah. Let's yes. go work for Bacardi. Yeah. And let's go get some more beer. Absolutely. I'm drying up over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you all for... Beer. Oh, evil beer. Yeah. <laughs> thank you all for that's listening. What I, that's what it was. Yeah. It was something. And uh, we'll put subtitles on it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for listening and joining. Make sure you follow us on social media at The Unfiltered Gentleman, except for Twitter at Unfiltered Gents. We post pictures of all the beers we're drinking, behind-the-scenes stuff. Dan spilling his beer just now. No. Actually, bumped, he recovered. He did not I spill. Did. He almost, I bumped my head, and I was like, no. Yeah, My head, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Gotta save the what? beer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe what we need to do on a studio door. Get, yeah, get a video of Dan reviewing some jazz and put it on our social. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to be really drunk for that. Yeah, that was that was your Apparently. jam. <laughs> that was your jam that night. So, uh, so follow us. Drunk dial us eight zero five five three eight beer. It's two three three seven. We want your drunk voicemails and and uh, beer reviews and all that good stuff. Uh, you can find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com and tell your friends to go there if they want to listen to the show and keep spreading the word about the show. I think that's everything. Uh, thanks Sounds to Elvia like for the Elgin Baylor uh, report there. And hope everybody out there stays hydrated. We'll be back next week with more beer and some more beer. And on that note, good night, everybody. 